0: Welcome to Dark Mode, the podcast that brings you sage advice from two technology experts. And that's not just what we call ourselves, it's what our moms tell people when the vision is pro and we know how to use it. I'm your host, Luke Miani. And I'm your host, Noah Rubin. On this show, we take questions
1: from listeners, attempt to answer them to varying degrees of success, and maybe even have a laugh or two along the way.
0: (laughs) Ha ha ha. Now, I have been spending the last eight hours inside Vision Pro. I have not removed it for that entire duration of time. And I have also, I've added more stuff to this challenge, okay? Because I didn't wanna just do 24 hours inside Vision Pro. That's been done before. Uh, But I'm also going to be sleeping with Vision Pro on, which I don't know has been done before. And I'm actually doing all of this On battery alone, so I'm not allowing myself to sit plug into the wall. I have to rely, as I am now, on daisy-chaining batteries together, uh, which is actually working quite well. Uh, You know, I'm eight hours into it, and I'm still cooking. This battery is getting a little toasty though, because it is both being charged and powering Vision Pro. It is a little
1: bit goofy to have this like daisy-chaining. Yeah, But, you know, I I guess it works.
0: I So I actually was able to go out. We were out, out and about filming here in downtown L.A. for, what, like almost two hours, I think? Yeah. And I was able to do all of that with two batteries on my person. I just, you know, tucked it in the jacket. Would not be as easy during the summer, I'll tell you that. That's true. But it was pretty doable. And... I was able to charge back up to full and then get a couple more hours and now I'm charging back up again. We, let's see, what did we do today? We, yeah, we went around town, elevators and cars. Mm -hmm. Uh, We, I I cooked us some food. We went to the gym. And after this, we're going to dinner. Like, I'm I'm fully, not just in Vision Pro, I'm experiencing, I'm living inside Vision Pro. I think when I take this off, I'm going to be looking at stuff and like, tapping on it and it's going to be my the brain rot is just absolutely kicking in. I think that's definitely going to happen but you're also going to look around and say oh my god I forgot that
1: the real world looked this sharp and clear.
0: <sighs> yeah. Yeah you're definitely right and I think let's be honest. We, we got to start with deck with the cameras. Because there are some things about Apple Vision Pro that I'm absolutely in love with and there's other things about it that make me want to blow a hole in the side of my head. Mm -hmm. Also, your screen has come on. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, it's blue.
0: Yeah, mine is still... Hello? Yeah, yours yours is not
1: doing anything.
0: I don't don't get it. Uh, So, yeah, we're definitely encountering some bugs. We're encountering a couple of, like, just inherent obstacles about Vision Pro. But the biggest one, by far and away, is the cameras. Guys, I'm not going to lie... Uh, it looks like I'm, the POV, I am an iPhone 5. Yeah, it's like, the camera quality is not great, it's
1: super grainy, it like, it works decently well in low light, but not, not super great, it's just generally, I don't know, it's, it's passable, but it's not great, and I think especially we heard, like, rave reviews about the pass-through from some of the people that got to use Vision Pro early, and I think that's part of it, is that they way oversold it, and so we were even more disappointed you know, as a result of that.
0: I think you're exactly right, Noah. It's We were sort of shown footage by Apple that made it look completely lifelike. Like, obviously we knew that it was CGI, mm-hmm. like they, they didn't actually use screen recordings from Vision Pro, but we kind of assumed, based on the way it was framed, that this was going to be barely, if at all, noticeable as cameras. But I would now argue that it is absolutely the key limiting factor for this thing. And don't get me wrong, it is easily the best pass-through camera I've ever seen, like bar none, because all other pass-through cameras are pretty bad. But it's still current year, we haven't completely changed the paradigm on, on making these cameras. I will say, the quality isn't great, but the latency and the like perspective is very good. Like I haven't found myself bumping into things or being disoriented. Like I can say, okay, that chair is right there. There's Noah's shoulder. Boop, I can poke hey. you in the face, I can pick stuff up. We were playing catch earlier. Like it the, the latency is excellent. You don't get nauseous, you don't feel disoriented. So they definitely did a good job on that.
1: That's a good point. Yeah. The latency latency is good. The depth to like you said things. And I almost I think I took that for granted because now that you mention it and I'm like looking around and I really do see the depth like that. I think the fundamentals are are solid, but it's just the quality of the cameras. It right. makes me wonder why they didn't put a higher quality camera. I think that I think I read or heard or whatever that the cameras are actually higher quality than this and they just downscale it in order to do all the processing and whatever. Interesting. So I guess maybe that's the reason. Hmm. Maybe if, you know, we had a better processor or more power or something, then it could be a little bit better.
0: But yeah, definitely, a rough, is...
1: definitely a rough spot.
0: Huh. That's very interesting because I'm, I'm pretty sure they're, they're 48 megapixel per eye. The screens? Yeah, or the, the cameras. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I think it,
1: like, downscales or downsamples or whatever the word is. It, like, does something to the video in order to do, you know, because obviously it has to put the interface into it and, and, you know, the motion blur, like, whatever, all the stuff it has to do. So yeah. I, think, I think that's why.
0: I think there is also a degree of, like, you're taking these very wide-angle lenses and it, it has to crop in and stabilize them. And, and you can tell that it's being stabilized because when you look around – like, if I stay perfectly still, things look mostly clear. But when you turn your head side to side, you can see, like, a radial blurring, which is typically an artifact of of motion stabilizing. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of locking on to a part in the world. And that's good and bad because, of course, there's no motion blur. It doesn't feel like I'm looking at a camera feed. It feels like, you know, looking through... Uh, some binoculars maybe because y- you do lose a fair amount of peripheral vision yeah but beyond the cameras i think we have to just acknowledge the fact that vision os is unreal
1: now the 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 fundamental like the interaction model of just using your hands and and pinching your fingers and moving windows around and mm-hmm. looking whatever It's so solid. Like, that's easily the most impressive part of all of this.
0: Like, I'll I'll give you a spoiler, okay? Today, while we were filming, I left some apps open right here in this room, and then we went out and and met Sam over in Hollywood, went for a walk, came back, and my window was where I left it. That was mind-boggling. And I, I really was not expecting it To work now. I I had like three windows open and two of them ended up getting shifted to a different room Uh, And I think the reason that that happened is because I went in an elevator, which isn't like vision pro doesn't really know what to do with that but The fact that it was able to even going down an elevator and then back up the elevator and walking like almost a mile away And then walking all the way back and it still had a window where I left it in this room that's freaking crazy dude that's insane no it's very like the 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 stability of the
1: windows just like being anchored you know wherever they are the way that you can it's just so like i'm picking up a window right now and i can move it back and i can move it right up to me and i can move it around like this in a circle and it just it's like so spot on like Mm -hmm. i can't describe it unless you experience it but it's just like it literally feels like I'm somehow like grabbing like I have such fine control over this window. Yeah. It's just like incredible.
0: No, that's cause when, when we saw it and, and I saw like the pinching and, and using your pupils, pinching, rotating, moving, stuff like that, I was skeptical. I was mm-hmm. like, look, we've we've had we've had gesture control before. Do you remember uh, Google Pixel Four? Do you remember they had the, what was it, Google Soli? Oh, yeah, it was like the this, like swipe over top of it to change the song
1: or whatever. Yes. I remember that.
0: There was like a little, I, I imagine it was similar to like Face ID with like a dot projector. Mm-hmm. And you could like swipe this way or swipe that way. Uh, there's other things like BMW for a while has had this very, very rudimentary gesture where you you go like that and it turns the volume up. Mm-hmm. Or you go like that and it turns the volume down. Like, we've had these, these gestures in the past. This it, it literally is the iPhone moment of gesture control. Like, set aside the whole headset thing, the fact that I can use inertial scrolling in midair with two fingers. Like, right now, I'm in my email. I can, I can you know, do one of these things, do a flick of the wrist, and then catch the inbox. That's insane. Like, it's literally as good as Apple's trackpads, but it's using your fingertips, and it's recognizing it completely with software through cameras. That is un—I literally can't even put into words how incredible the technology is. It's actually mind-blowing. No, I completely agree.
1: And it's definitely something that you have to experience to, like, fully get it. So you should yeah. definitely go to your Apple store, you know, your closest Apple store and give it a try. But it's so, it's definitely like the multi-touch of, you know, spatial computing or vision pro, whatever you want to call it. Like it's, right. it's so, they, this is a part that they absolutely nailed.
0: Yeah, I would say that the, the eye tracking and the gestures are, like for this being a first gen product, this, this being our starting point with spatial computing I don't know man the, like jeez the fact that it can only get better than this is, is giving me a lot of optimism what's giving me more pessimism is I've spent 8 hours in this thing mm-hmm. and a lot of the stuff that I've done in it was cool but at the same time I've had a lot of moments where I'm like this would have been faster if I just had my phone out or my Mac. Yeah. Like we were we were out in in the middle of Hollywood. We were in Dolby Theater earlier today. And my girlfriend texted me. She was like, hey, what was this product that you had? Can you send me the link? I was like, sure, no problem. I, I was connected to my mobile hotspot. So, you know, I'm like part of my challenge is I'm, I'm trying not to use my phone or not to use any Mac. Obviously, I have to use a Mac for the podcast. But... You know, wherever possible, I'm trying to only rely on the Vision Pro. And I was standing there in the middle of this hallway, pinching and poking at the ceiling, trying to copy a link from the web browser. Like, it's, it's doable. Like, I can go over here and open another tab here. It, by default, highlights the text, and I can hold that pinch. No, actually, I think you just want a long pinch. Nope. Nope. There we go. So that took me five tries mm-hmm. for it to say, oh, okay, you're copying. Because what it wants to do is if you, if you pinch and hold, you can pop it out and boom, I've opened up a new window. Cool. But it's a very, very fine line. Uh, so what I'm seeing is in a lot of cases, it, it's trying to kind of guess what you want to do because the only input it has is a tap and a look.
1: Yeah, it's, it's definitely, like, when, when it works, it's amazing. And it, and it does generally work pretty well. But I have found that it's very easy to get into a situation that you don't want to be in. Like, for example, mm-hmm. especially with the keyboard, uh, when you're trying to type with the keyboard, the you know the virtual keyboard it's a very mixed experience and very often i'll go in and i'll like start typing and i'll type a wrong character and i'll try to hit the back button but i'll end up hitting a different character yep. and i'll hit the enter button by accident and it'll search for you know some random thing with a typo and it, it can get yeah very frustrating sometimes it works generally well i think the gestures work very well but there are sometimes when you're trying to do something specific you're trying to Press a relatively small button or you know you know look at some very specific part of the screen and it doesn't work at those moments like take you out of it you know that's that's the problem
0: yeah I I would definitely agree I think when when it works well you you literally can't believe your eyes you literally are just looking at something and you're like this looks like real life the way that I've just pulled up settings just the settings window. And, it's, and it looks like there's a little window over there. There's a perfect shadow on the floor. It's being obscured by your hand and by the desk. Mm. So it literally is perfectly aligned on the floor exactly how it should be. And like I'm not even doing anything. But my mind is blown because I'm like, how is it this good? But then if, you, if I put a, my settings window up there and I go and open up another window, let's say I, I want to pull up a Notes app, okay? If I put the Notes app too close to the Settings window, what happens is now my Settings window is partially obscured. Now you can tap on it and get it back and it, and it covers up the Notes app, but when you have UI elements that are close to each other, it's, you kind of run into a limitation of how precise the, the eye tracking can be and it starts to become a little bit harder to click on things when you get a really full screen. So, yeah, I, I, I have to say, I have to say 90% of this experience is mind-blowing and life-changing. 10% is very, very frustrating. And that 10% has an outsized impact on what it feels like after eight hours inside of this thing. (laughs) I completely agree about the, like, outsized impact
1: part of it because, yeah, it's definitely, like, when you're using this thing, a lot of it works so well that it's, like, magic. And also, at the same time, you kind of expect that. You're like, that's, you know, that's the way that the product is. That's the way that Apple markets it. It's, like, you know, it's not a virtual reality headset. It's this, Mm -hmm. like, thing that it it just, like, you know, augments your... Life It augments the real world. So you expect that. And so there's moments, you know, really do pull you out. But I am a little bit less bullish on this or, like, thrilled about it than you are. So you said 90-10.
0: I'm not sure what my answer would be, but I think it would definitely be lower than that. Interesting. So maybe how much lower? Like 80-20 maybe? Or are you 50-50? I don't know. I might have to be...
1: Closer to fifty-fifty.
0: Wow, interesting. Now, that I suppose we should clarify. Mm-hmm. That does not mean that you don't like it. Yeah. It means you're you think maybe it's not ready.
1: Yeah, I think it's a really cool product. Like it, it it, it works uh-huh. for for what it does. I think it 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 works. And like we said, sometimes you know it doesn't work perfectly, and there's there's issues. But overall, it works pretty well. But I don't know. There's just like, like even right now, I've been wearing this thing for 20 minutes, 25 minutes, and I'm already like thinking about taking it off, like taking a break. And okay, before I say anything else, let's preface this a little bit. So as some people suggested in the chat, (laughs) I am uh, indeed wearing the Vision Pro that Sam and I broke. (laughs) <laughs> on friday yeah um funny funny uh funny thing we were the first people or i guess i'll say sam was the first person to get am I'm just over pulling here? you into frame a little bit there more we yeah.
0: welcome welcome thank you
1: so sam was the first person to get a vision pro at the grove uh in la and potentially the first person in la period <laughs> As far as we know. And I think the reason is because we skipped the demo and the fit test and everything. So we just, you know, got it straight away. But Sam was the first person uh, to get one, which is cool. And the first person to break one, I think. Because, you know, we took it back, we played with it a little bit, and then we immediately broke it. But yes, this one, (laughs) the the front glass is, uh, you know, completely missing. I don't think you can really tell on the video, but the cameras and sensors, like down here, are completely exposed. And... Um, If you watch Sam's video, you'll know also that the the band like right around here right around the speakers um, Also like snapped a little bit. So the audio doesn't work at all including AirPods for some reason even if I I put my AirPods in it says they're connected and I can switch between like um, the transparency mode and noise canceling mode just fine I cannot get any audio to play whatsoever. So whatever chip is in charge of the audio is completely busted in this one. And (laughs) also as a result of the front screen being broken, I can't make a persona. Mm. I can't like I do the thing and I can't get it to do anything and then I put it back on and it says that it failed. Um, And the last thing is I don't have my prescription lenses. Those were delivered to my house back in the Bay Area. So I'm currently wearing my glasses under these things and as a result the screens will sometimes actually pretty frequently go out of focus and come back in. So I'm not getting Dude, the best Vision Pro You experience. are really not getting the I best will, experience. I will preface that by saying I am not getting the best experience. Oh, my God. I will get a better experience on Tuesday when I pick up my own Vision Pro, uh, but I'm not getting the best experience right now. So maybe I will be uh, a bit
0: more excited after I get you know my own Vision Pro. But, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, to be quite fair – you are definitely experiencing vision pro pretty much at its worst oh and also the fit this is sam's yeah. fit not that was going to say for me that was the next thing i was going to say is yeah it's not even your size cuz that's isn't that the same as mine it's like a 21 yeah or like a 23 or something but i don't and know and you're 33. a 33 yeah i had a different size interesting okay yeah so i feel like perhaps with a better experience there's there's more that you can enjoy but i mean it seems like from what you've described the experience sounds about parallel to what i'm seeing in terms of like windows being locked in place like how how sharp and crisp the windows are and and uh and how accurate the motion tracking is quite quite frankly i'm impressed that it works at all without the front screen on it like yeah, i'm no. literally like this is literally i'm just po- <laughs> I'm poking i'm poking you straight in the camera lens like there's nothing in front of it Yeah, no, uh, like I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm
1: very impressed. I'm impressed with like the the experience, you know, the software, I'm impressed with the hardware, the fact that it still works, even though, you know, a couple of things are broken, like 90%, 95% of it still works. I'm very impressed with this product. Mm -hmm. There are just like, there are the few things we talked about, and I think the more existential question of like, you know, in a week, in a month, in a year, what am I going to be doing with this
0: thing? That's That's a good point. However, we are currently only experiencing through what Apple was, was able to build for it. And the few times that I've played around with like some, some apps that can actually put things in the world, that is where my mind is blown hmm. all over again. Okay. Like imagine, do you remember that there was like a VR Minecraft at one point? Yeah. That honestly looked, like, pretty bad. But with with Vision Pro's resolution and the way that it is able to just absolutely lock things in place in real space, I think that it really opens a new door for, like, unbelievable experiences that might make it a little bit better. Like, I'm imagining... Imagine, like... Final Cut Pro reinvented to take advantage of 3d space with multiple windows like imagine in instead of having you know one square rectangle of final cut with like a viewer a timeline and uh, you know a clip library imagine if you have a big screen for your viewer and a physical timeline where you can see and you can like zoom in you can pinch and zoom and you can like, Look at the physical clips in three dimensions. Imagine, uh, let's say for programming, like uh, just imagine removing the confines of a window. That I think is where the future lies. Right now, most of the stuff it's very cool, but it's windows. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I'm I'm carrying messages around, and I, I now I've put it in front of you, and I can actually scroll like an iPad. You know, I, it's great. It's very interactive. It's very fluid. It looks real, but it's a window. It's it's a literally iMessage. So what I want to see is, to your point, what are you going to do in a month or a year? Well, what apps are there going to be in a month or a year? Could be completely different from what there is now.
1: That's definitely a fair point. And I think, like, I don't know. Just just thinking about it as it is right now. Maybe maybe it's not fair, right? Maybe there will be things that come along in in a month, in a year, in in, in a week that like <laughs> that really like change the experience. Because right now I'm thinking like this thing would be great on a plane, right? You yes. strap this thing on on an airplane. You could even plug the battery into the outlet at your seat, and you don't have to worry about the battery life at that point. Mm-hmm. And then. You've got, like, you know, your video. You turn on your your uh, your your scene, whatever that thing's called. The environment. The environment, thank you. You turn on your environment. You have your big screen. You watch your movie uh, with your AirPods. That's another thing. You can't use third-party uh, Bluetooth headphones, which is absolutely insane to me. Like, yeah. you, you legit, I have Bose headphones, and you can't even pair them. I get that you can't do, like, 3D audio or... You know, whatever. But, like, you can't even pair them, which is crazy. But anyways, you're on a plane, and you're doing this, and that and that seems great. Or even, like, I like to code on the plane sometimes, but I'm super cramped with, mm-hmm. like, you know, the tray table. I put my 16-inch MacBook Pro on the table. It's workable, but it's super cramped. If I could just, like, put a keyboard and a trackpad and, like, you know, leave my Mac in my backpack or even, you know, put the Mac but, like, mm-hmm. have the screen be halfway up – and use the vision pro as the screen like that would be super super nice i like i could totally see that you know being being a nice thing but like if i'm not on the plane if i'm like at my house or like at my desk at work or whatever it's like am i really going to strap this thing to my head and start doing whatever i'm doing in there or am I just going to use my TV or my phone or my iPad or my, you know, my computer, my monitor, like whatever. That's yeah. my question.
0: That's a very good question. I don't know. I really don't know. God, it's, it's, it's so refreshing though, in a way, mm-hmm. to be at this starting point with all of these questions because I feel like a lot of the rest of technology is kind of at like this like okay it's a little faster now and, oh the screen's a little bigger now and oh there's a new feature in iOS 17 and you know and that's great you know I don't have any problem with that I don't have any problem with the way things are mm-hmm. I think we're in a really good point like phones are amazing cameras are incredible Apple Silicon Macs are so fast but what Apple's doing here is they're saying okay look we're gonna try something new we're really pushing the boundary and as much as as much as much it's easy to make fun of because I look like an idiot who just got into like a skiing accident uh, and, and I spent way too much money and the cameras look like they're from 2010, as much as all of that might be true, you also can't deny that this is a big risk and a bold forward-facing move. They say, oh, you know, Apple doesn't innovate anymore. Rah, 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 rah. You can't say they're not trying because this is absolutely, unequivocally one of the biggest boldest moves that they could have made as as a company like apple even with devices like meta and you know the quest line and all the existing vr and ar applications those are all fine and good this is not replacing any of those I, people get very defensive but and this is saying like look okay we've we have headsets now so let's do a headset that doesn't try to remove you from the world, but tries to add things to the world. And I really like that concept. Yeah,
1: it's it, – it's, as far as, like, the innovation is concerned, it's on a whole other level. Because you can say, like, you know, first there's a thing of, like, Apple making, you know, a, a headset. I'm not going to call it a VR headset because that's not what it is. But, like, Apple making some sort of a headset – and you could be like well yeah other companies do that too but like there are things in this headset that no other company has done and you know maybe they'll do it eventually but but they're nowhere near i'm talking the things like the gestures right the gestures and the and the eye tracking and just looking around most other headsets as far as i know and i'm not like an expert on this stuff but as far as i know most if not all of the other things have dedicated controllers that you hold yep. in your hands and do all of that stuff apple doesn't do that you just use your hands that's like that's pretty crazy there was um you don't do any sort of like room scan there's no like guardian like you like you set up your room and say this is where the walls are and it like detects whatever oh, i forgot it, about that it just it you just put it on and it works it doesn't ask you to set up your room at all and you can mm-hmm. walk around with it you can take it wherever you
0: want and it and it just works that's another huge a huge difference that is very true and it and it does all of, and it, it does a lot of the same things right like so uh, technology at this point for for augmented reality doesn't have the ability to fully occlude everything like if i i have a messages window open up here if i if i put it right in front of my monitor but part of it is overlapping there is a little bit of like a visual disconnect cuz like part of that mess part of that virtual window is behind what should be a physical object but it still displays in front. And like if I go and put it here, right now it's in front of you, looks completely photoreal. I can now push it all the way through you, but it's still in front of you, and it's kind of like paradoxical. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we're not at the point yet where it can do that full occlusion, but they do have the ability to sense depth. Like if I put the messages window in front of my monitor, the messages window is completely opaque. And if I then push it back and now it's behind the monitor, it's actually slightly transparent. Like I can see what's on the actual screen that's in front of it. So they do have that depth. You know, I can push it all the way through my wall here. And actually, no, I can't. It kind of bumps into the wall and it won't let me push it further. So like, yeah, you can, you can see that it is aware. And compensating for the real world and that's something that's really hard to show on screen recordings by the way I tried to show everything as best I could in my video but man if you live near an Apple store I don't care if you think this is dumb or if you're like when it, when can I get one try it just go in and try it because even in the best like highest quality YouTube video that you can possibly find nothing compares to actually seeing it with your own eyes it's unbelievable
1: yeah 100 percent like just there's no harm they're not gonna make you buy one or anything right just schedule like a you know the 20 minute i think it's like 20 minute demo or whatever Mm -hmm. give it a try see what it's like at the very least you know you'll have an idea of like what we're talking about here so it's it's a 100 percent worth giving it
0: you know what else we should give a try? What? The super chats that we've got oh, waiting yes. here. Look at that. Great segue. And I can actually... Oh. Yeah, you're going don't, I to... Don't I'm know not going to read that one, but that's fine. Thanks for the super <laughs> chat. Uh, here's another one. Same person. Our, your, your, our friends in Greece love me. Any meet up? In Greece? Oh, geez. I don't know about in Greece.
1: If they want to fly you out or fly us out there and... And uh, you know, set that up. I, I that would be it would be a fun trip.
0: Yeah, I would go to Greece if 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 you guys want to get me out to Greece. Actually, that seems sketchy. If I get an inbox where it's like, come to Greece, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe not. <laughs> I can virtually uh, call in with my my uh, persona, That's and true. it'll be like I'm in the room. It's it's so photo real. I can't wait for you to get yours. I'm so excited. Oh, it's gonna. Be bad I'm, I'm scared like some of them aren't actually that bad though yours is not that bad it really isn't that bad it's a little I don't know see my take on the personas and on the the front screen have shifted a little bit mm. I would say so I am curious chat what do you guys think of the persona and the eyesight display because I would say that my opinion on the eyesight display has changed more, mm-hmm. especially now where, for whatever reason, it's not working. Yeah. Um, it looks weird. Like, if you guys are watching this, even Noah's just, like, doing his little animation. Oh, and now it's stopped. I don't even know. Is it a bug? Is it a feature? Who knows? I
1: don't know what's going on.
0: But the fact that mine is off completely, I'm like, okay, I see why they wanted to do that because i even just seeing my own face in the monitor i'm like this looks very strange you can't see where i'm looking it, it it does feel disconnected it's like i'm in a pair of very tinted goggles but when we were out filming earlier today and the eyesight displays were working we talked to probably a dozen people mm-hmm. and every single person said man that's creepy but yeah No, it's better with that than without it, because I can see you and I feel like I'm making eye contact, even if it's weird and dystopian eye contact.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it is like genuinely impressive. Like, you know, it it tracks when you blink, it tracks where your eyes are looking, obviously. So it's like... um, you, you or Sam or someone did a demo where you were like, oh, I'm looking over to the right. Can you tell that I'm looking to the right? And they're like, yeah, I can tell. You're looking to the left, I can tell. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, it really does, as much as they are creepy and it doesn't <laughs> really look right, it, they look kind of stretched out, I think. It's, it's, and, and you know, obviously the screen is in front of your face. So the eyes are, you know, they try to make it look like it's, you know, inside, but realistically it's not. So it does look a little bit weird. It's definitely on Valley. But there's just something about seeing someone's eyes. When they're wearing this big, bulky, you know, shiny black headset, the fact that you can see their eyes, it like,
0: mm-hmm. it really does do something. It really does make yeah. a difference. And it's the type of thing that, as a software feature, can be improved. And I think that makes me feel more comfortable about it. Like, If it was a hardware thing, like the cameras, right? The cameras are not realistically going to get that much better. So that's like I ding the device for that, mm-hmm. but the persona and the uh, eyesight display, those are software controlled. That means that we could get an update in a couple of months, and all of a sudden, hey, this looks a lot better now. Uh, yeah. So, so I think that you you do kind of have to look at this from like a we're on what is this day two with Vision Pro full day, yeah. maybe day three, I guess. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, there's room for improvement, but some of it can come before there's a Vision Pro 2. So we have to keep that in mind.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's a lot that can be improved in Vision OS. Like, there's a lot that can that can happen before. Because, you know, we were talking, I think maybe Sam and I were talking about this, but, like, when is the Vision Pro 2 going to come out? And mm. I I don't think it's going to be an AirPods Max situation because that's just too long uh we need like you know if this is going to be one of apple's core products and maybe even you know the future of the company they're going to want to keep the updates coming but at the same time is it really going to be one year from now that seems a little bit
0: too soon yeah that's a great that's a great point like i think that we've all kind of been waiting for this moment for so long that we never really thought about what's next You know, now that Vision Pro is on my face, what's the next step? Is, like, what do you do for Vision Pro 2? I mean, I've got a wish list, Mm -hmm. lighter, better cameras, better FOV, Yeah, that's my wish list, and and lower price. That's another one. But, (laughs) I mean, we spent so long getting here that I don't think we ever thought about like, is this like a every year product? Is this a every other year's product? Is this a AirPods Max where they just sell it for four years unchanged? I don't know. I kind of feel like it's gonna be regular. I feel like it has to be if
1: this is like Apple's next like core product. And there's like so much. I mean, first of all, this thing has a, an M two chip in it. Yes. Which is kind of crazy. Yes. So that's already like you know they can they could put. M3 they can put M3 I feel like ray tracing yeah I feel like I feel like there's quite a bit that they could do in the the Vision Pro 2 that like that would be you know pretty easy
0: yeah yeah that's true and I, I you know it actually makes you wonder like how much of this development was fast tracked by Apple Silicon because we've heard rumors about like a headset for a long time since before we had Apple Silicon so you have to imagine that at one point they were working on this with like iPad chips. And then M1, M2 come along and it's like, oh wow, okay, well we, we can do a lot more with this. Now we can have multiple windows. I still have not gotten to a point where I have filled it up. Like I haven't gotten to a point where it said, nope, no more windows. Mm-hmm. I, you can just keep going and going and going. I filled a room up. I had to go to another room and start putting windows in that room. But I haven't gotten to a point where the processor feels limited. There have been some moments of like very momentary lag or stuttering. But that almost feels software as opposed to hardware. You know, there's just something about this early stage OS that seems to be more limiting than the actual product itself.
1: Yeah, I definitely, I don't know. It's it's a very a very solid start. There's you know a quite a bit that they can improve, but I think we'll get a lot of improvements through software. You know, another thing we were discussing was like, will there be a Vision OS update at WWDC this year? Mm-hmm. I feel like I mean, there's got to be some amount of update, right? Is it going to be a significant update? I think that there's quite a bit of like low-hanging fruit. Like, for example, you can't rearrange the app icons on the home screen.
0: You're right. I didn't even notice that.
1: There's, like, little things, and that's, you know, that's the classic, like, original iPhone. You couldn't do that on the original iPhone OS. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of low-hanging fruit like that, even before, like, fundamental changes. There's half the apps on this thing are iPad apps, and those need to be turned into... Vision OS optimized apps. Imagine the Maps app optimized for Vision OS. Like, that will be super, super cool when that happens.
0: Dude, I mean, even the iPad Maps app is super cool. Yeah. Like, I'm not even doing anything on it, but periodically throughout the day, I've opened up the Maps app just to play around with it. And, and, and like, there's just so many different things that you can do. Like, right now, speaking of the Maps app, I've opened it up in front of me, and... One of the things that I don't even think we realized going into this, Mm -hmm. and and something that certainly the Oculus crowd cannot compete with, Mm -hmm. just no, there's just no way, is not only do you have Windows around you, right? That's been done. MetaQuest Pro has the ability to create virtual displays around you. Mm -hmm. That's all well and good. What we can do is take it a step further, which is I'm now holding the Maps app and I can put it way over there. So now I have a perfectly clear view, it's about maybe eight to 10 feet away. I can zoom out, I can zoom in, I can rotate it around, I can go into 3D mode, I can go to 2D, great, love it. But then I can pluck it out of thin air and bring it right up close to me and now it's right here, right in front of me. Oh, I accidentally just clicked there. And this is a feature that absolutely blew my mind when i found out about it if you bring an app close to you you can touch it it's not just a virtual thing it becomes almost physical because i can take only index fingers same with the keyboard right and you can just put your finger on it and move it around like i'm literally scrolling through the maps app uh get out of here get out of here you're scrolling around my maps app you fooled it you're too close to me. The perspective is too similar. <laughs> Let me move it out of the way. There we go. I'm getting it out of your clutches. But I can... I'm, I'm literally... Wow. It's like I have a 20-inch iPad right in front of me, and I'm scrolling around in it. It's truly just insane. It almost makes you wonder, maybe in a couple of years, you can have a fully virtual iPad. Imagine that. Yeah, that's... Definitely, I mean, that's that's
1: sort of what this thing is almost in a way. I feel like if this is gonna replace anything, it's gonna be the iPad because I agree, it's not the at least in its current form, it's not gonna replace the iPhone because it's not meant to be used when you're walking around, when you're outside, whatever. Yeah, you can't. We've you know, we've done quite a bit yesterday and today of walking around with it, but you can't, like, you know, the apps stay where they are in in place. And so if you want to take it with you, you have to actually hold it, keep your hands pinched, and move it with you. And you can't interact with it while you're holding it, so you have to stop walking, put the app down, and then interact with it. Yeah. You know, which you can do, but it's very, like, it's very much not meant for walking around, which makes sense, but, but you know, it's not going to replace your phone Uh, It's not going to replace the Mac yet because it's not powerful enough. You can't do all of the stuff that you can with the Mac. You can mirror your Mac to this thing and have a big display, which is awesome. But, you know, you still need a Mac at the end of the day. But I feel like the iPad, you know, at least the way that I use it, you know, for like basic productivity and entertainment and like those kinds of things, you definitely could use the Vision Pro instead of that
0: yeah i i would definitely agree with that for sure like obviously a lot of people have been comparing vision pro to an iphone killer like this is the iphone moment but at least for right now i definitely agree that the the really killer feature is as an ipad replacement it's entertainment it's You know, I mean, productivity, sure. Like, I also just pulled up our chat on stream here, and now I can look at it, and it's, yeah, it's definitely a lot clearer than looking over there. I can get a sense of what people are doing. I can see, okay, our stream looks pretty good. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and give it a like. (laughs) So the like ratio just increased. Like, these are definitely things that you can do on other Apple products. I think that's a key point, right? Right, right now, apart from the, uh, like the, the, the media-watching experience with those huge screens and the cinema mode that you were playing with and like, the environments, that's new, but it's a new way to do existing things. Right. Um, and it's a, a really good way to do them. And, and, you know, yeah, you can make fun of it, right? I've got, we've got Bob here in the chat saying... Oh, it's a $4,000 iPad. Not quite. I would argue that it can be more useful than an iPad in some ways. It can also be less useful than an iPad. You know, the iPad's been around for 14 years. The Vision Pro has been around for 14 hours, basically. (laughs) So, yeah, obviously, there are are some areas where this is stellar. Mm -hmm. There are some areas where... It for sure needs improvement, but I am noticing here someone says they think it'll be discontinued in a few years. No one will be wearing these all day. It won't be anyone's main environment for working. This is Apple's Google Glass. I think that is 100% wrong. I think it is. I I don't think you could be more wrong than that. I'm going to stake my claim on Vision Pro being here to stay. And the reason for that is, as we have discussed before, and as I've said many times on the channel, which is you, you, you can't really judge an entire, you know, possibly 20-year product line based on the first two days of its first generation. As, as limited as it might seem, and as many, as much, like you've said yourself, you know, maybe people don't know what they're going to do with it in a month or a year. That's all fair. But this is Apple we're talking about. They don't tend to introduce a product category that they don't plan on sticking with. Mm -hmm. And the only time that they've really discontinued something recently, a product line, would probably be the iPod. But that's because it basically got consumed into the iPhone. Yeah. So I don't really think there's any precedent to suggest certainly not since steve jobs returned to apple in 1997 for discontinuing a product lineup and what you look at is the very fundamentals what we were talking about the the pinching the incredible motion tracking the stable you know 3d space environment that it creates those are the things that this is introducing the form factor, the cameras, the use case, that can all change. But those core technologies, like multi-touch for the iPhone, mm-hmm. that's what's here to stay. Yeah,
1: definitely. Like if, you, if you just take a second to think about it, think about all of the time and effort and resources that Apple has put into this thing. This thing, there have been rumors and patents and stuff since like the original iPhone, or even before the original iPhone. There were patents and discussions about apple's building some headset you know whatever this thing has been in the works for so long and there's so many resources and just using it you can see like all of the effort that was put into this like how magical it is and 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 whatever and then at the same time also this is being launched as like a consumer product that you know you can go out and buy google glass I think you could buy one, but it was never, like, advertised as, like, a consumer product. I think it was always just, like, a development thing or it was meant for, like, enterprise users or whatever. But it was never at the level that Vision Pro is at as far as, you know, consumer is concerned. And lastly, just looking at Apple's track record, like you said, uh, you know, they don't just release something and, and give up on it, you know, that soon. I think Apple's definitely... In this for the long haul like given all of this evidence I have no reason to believe that Apple would you know give up on this anytime soon I think that they're in it for the long haul and I think that this is a very impressive you know first effort and the fact someone in the chat said earlier this is the worst that vision pro that will ever have you're right which is a really great point like it's it's only gonna get better from here it might take a year or two before we get new hardware. It'll take at least a few months before we get significant software updates. But, like, it's only going to get better than this. And it's already pretty impressive. I think Apple's in it
0: for the long run. Absolutely. I don't, I don't think there's any chance that they just go, well, we tried. Oh, well. And, and I'm, I'm happy about that because you, you just know that when, when with one company is able to do this – It opens the floodgates. People are absolutely going to be reverse engineering this. Like, it's not going to be a coincidence when all of a sudden gesture controls start becoming more and more commonplace. I think it's the type of thing that has always seemed goofy because it was never intuitive. But now that I'm sitting here and I can just look at something and pinch my fingers and open up a Safari tab, like, I was just checking while you were talking, I was just checking the the prices for uh, used Google Glass on eBay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just, just sitting over here chilling, checking out how much it would cost for me to buy one. And it literally feels like I'm, there's just something about the way that it works in your brain, where even though I'm just pinching my fingers and going like this, it just it just feels right. It just works, it makes sense. It's, it's now that this technology exists and it works and people can get used to it I think even beyond AR glasses like this we could start to see gesture control on phones like who's to say that Apple can't take this technology which only uses as far as I'm aware cameras and maybe LiDAR why can't you put that on an iPhone why can't you all of a sudden have your iPhone sitting there and you can like whoosh, do a little gesture? Or why not have that on the Mac? Could you imagine if you had like an Apple display with gesture control and you could sit there and pinch and, you know, do all that stuff? Like it, it just opens the floodgates for more technology. And I, I really think that, you know, you don't have to buy it. You don't have to like it. But it's, I, it's very telling for the technology community that, we've We've spent all this time complaining about a lack of innovation. Oh, nothing's different. It's all just rectangles in our pocket, blah 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 blah. and then companies like Humane and Rabbit and now Apple come along with these actually genuinely different takes on stuff, whether it works or whether it doesn't, I applaud them for trying. you know yeah, definitely it's i mean this is like
1: super exciting it's it's an exciting time and i will say you know this is the longest that i've been in vision pro it's no eight hours or almost nine hours for you but it's definitely the longest that i've been in vision pro continuously and i was thinking like 20 minutes into the podcast i was like "Ugh, this thing is like starting to kill me i uh i'm i'm, I'm not feeling it but yeah. I kind of just ignored that. And I still – obviously, I still feel it on my mm-hmm. head. But, like, it's it's bearable. And it's, like – I'm sure when I take this off, I'm going to say, wow, look at how clear, you know, the real world is. Like, these screens are super crisp and clear. The pass-through – we already talked about the pass-through. When I take this off, I'm going to be glad to take it off for a bit. But, like, I don't know. It's not, it's not too bad. And just, like, I don't know, glancing – every time I look over here to my left – and I see these comments, and they're crystal clear, and I can just pinch and and you know go like this to, to scroll through the comments, and it just works. It's like, I don't know, dude. There's something magical about it. Mm-hmm.
0: And I'll tell you, now having the experience of being here for eight hours, we're actually closing in on nine. Yep. <laughs> After nine hours, I will say, I've had moments— where i'm like get me out of here i need to be out of this thing (laughs) but i've also had moments like right now where i'm like i can't wait for the time when when this is more comfortable for me to wear for this amount of time yeah i can't wait for there to be a day where i don't need a battery hanging off of my face and this is a lot more lighter light and breathable with better field of view and cameras and i would be perfectly happy You know, literally change nothing about the OS, just make it lighter and better quality. And I could definitely see myself staying in here, especially given that Apple isn't trying to do what other companies are doing and and say, like, this is the product. No, what they're doing is is integrating it, right? Like, yeah, you can't do everything in Vision Pro, but you don't have to. You can connect your Mac, so you're still in Vision Pro, but now you have a full Mac with, like, a 50-inch screen. And honestly, I, I am not experiencing eye strain. I'm not experiencing like dizziness or, or nausea because I can put everything at a really comfortable viewing distance. Like the text is large, so I'm not focusing my eyes. I can put things really, really far away and it's still readable because it scales really perfectly. It, it just does so much well. Ah, man. Man. It is really. And you know what? One of my
1: big concerns about Vision Pro was the fact that a lot of the stuff that we have is, like, in Windows. Mm -hmm. And before we had this, maybe it was last week or two weeks ago or something, I said that was something that really worried me. It's like, why do I want to have a bunch of virtual screens when I can already have screens on my Mac? And I still think that to a point. I think that the experiences that come out of a screen are especially, like cool but at the same time like having this the screens so like i have the chat up here and like if i can move it in front of you know the the regular screen and kind of look at it straight on like this just being able to like pick it up and move it around so easily mm-hmm. like wherever i need it and i can just quickly like do i don't have to like pick up my phone and like look down at my phone i can you know, put things in front of me in the real world. I feel like obviously I couldn't wear this while making a video, but like if I could have like the, tr- if I could and I put the transcript, uh, you know, the script that I'm trying to read and I could like look at the camera and just have this, this, the script right in front of me and just read it and be looking at the ca- like whatever. Things like that would just be really cool. Like it's, there is something, even though the things are in a window and, and, and it's like, why do you need windows? It's still cool, even when it's in a <laughs> yeah.
0: window. Yeah, dang. And I will say one final note because it sounds like we've definitely, we've definitely, I think, shifted our tone. We started with a little bit of negativity, you know. And and there are things that you will, if you try it out, I guarantee a lot of the people that have these negative opinions, I don't think they're going to be dissuaded. Yeah. But I encourage you to just try to see past the first generation stuff and see. Like that one comment said, that this is the literal worst that Vision Pro will ever be. Day three of Generation One. Yeah. It literally could not be any worse than it is right now. And it's already so incredible. And I'm already getting so used to just like picking stuff up and moving it around. Like, you know, I have, I modified our dinner reservation while we were here. I've been texting people, I've been like fully immersed. And I'm not, like, having to look over and squint at a screen and zoom in. I actually just found a setting, by the way. If if you have a window that's too small, there's a setting that allows you to zoom a whole window. So you can just look at the window and, and, and do this. Hmm. Do, like, the Donald Trump speech thing. Uh-huh. And it makes the whole window get bigger. So I can be, like, uh-huh. oh, that messages window way over there. It's a little small. Oh, now it's absolutely gigantic. <laughs> and it's, like... Just the little things like that that just work so well. You know, I can just pull my Safari window up here and now it's a tablet. But I also don't want to overshadow some of the negatives. The biggest negative for me has been YouTube is unusable. Unusable. Mm -hmm. And that's not just on the web app, which, as you might imagine, is not great. Because it literally works like a normal website. Uh, But also... I'm a little disappointed with Juno. Mm. If you guys are watching, if you have a Vision Pro, you might be familiar with Juno, which is a, uh, it's a YouTube client built for Vision Pro. It's, it needs work. It honestly needs a, a lot of work. It's way better than using the YouTube website when it works well, but the problem, the biggest issue that it has is, he, he kind of worked to address the scrubbing problem, like with desktop, YouTube, without a mouse, it's very confused. It doesn't really know what you want. But the replacement for that is, okay, well now, you can scrub anywhere. So you just look at the video and you, and you pinch and you move it around like this. And that's really great, but the problem is, as you might imagine, this is Vision Pro. Most of what you're doing is this. Mm-hmm. So what happens is I'm like, when we were cooking food today, I'm like texting someone and I go to move my YouTube window and boom, I skip to the end of the video yep. and then I don't know where I was. And then like the resizing, it gets messed up. Like, yeah, YouTube is by far the, the most frustrating experience for media consumption. I honestly can't even speak to some of the other stuff because I haven't even gotten a chance to watch a movie on this thing yet, yeah. which is the thing I was most excited for. Yep. So after dinner today, I think we got to do that. Yeah, we definitely definitely have to
1: watch a movie. I think, you know, I've been wearing this thing for like an hour, yep. and it's been
0: fine. I think I could make it through a movie in this. Really, thing. I'm, gonna, I'm mm. gonna go for it. I'm I'm really happy to hear that because I think, I think you're experiencing what I experienced when I first tried it, which was like, after 20 30 minutes of, of being in here, I was like, oh man, this is this is heavy and my eyes are getting hot, but then it kinda doesn't really get worse than that. Mm-hmm. Like, it just kinda, it gets to the point where I'm like, hmm, and then it stays there, and I can kind of tune it out. And then every once in a while, I'm like, Oh man, I really wish I could take this off, but I have 18 more hours to go. And then I'm just, and then I'm okay.
1: Dude, I don't know, it's so cool, just like, I'm, I'm in the Messages app, and if I wanna, like, do tap back on something, if I just, Pinch my fingers together; it doesn't do anything. But if I pinch and hold, then it does like a 3D touch kind of thing. And then I can select, or I can even—I just grabbed the message and I can go move it, you know, somewhere else. I can stick it in Safari if I really wanted to. It's—I don't know. It's—it's—it's it's, it's just it, it, there's a lot. There's a lot that's here that's very impressive.
0: And I will say also, Noah, when you add a keyboard. It, it helps a lot. Like, yeah. I was sitting there. Well, you were taking a shower after after we went to the gym, mm-hmm. which, by the way, was also really cool because I could watch a YouTube video in the gym, which I've never done before. <laughs> but when you were taking a shower, I came back and I had a group chat, I had email, and I had a big old window of YouTube. And yeah. the YouTube window, as long as I don't touch it, is great. As long as it's just sitting there. I was, I was sitting there on my couch with just... A keyboard in my lap that's it and I was only using this you know occasionally I could rest my arms on the armrest of the chair and and just look around and I was like dude this is unbelievable I wasn't doing anything crazy or new Mm -hmm. so I will preface that it was probably not worth $3,500 to be able to do that but it was like okay I I see the vision I see where this is headed, and I'm here for it. Yeah. No, it's... I, I'm excited to get
1: mine and get the proper experience with Vision Pro, but just this initial experience that I got with the semi-broken one is, is already <laughs>
0: pretty cool. I keep forgetting that yours is, like, messed up. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a bit janky. And you don't have audio.
1: No audio, God, the screens keep refocusing, which is a
0: little bit annoying well, what do you you get yours on Tuesday, right? yeah, I'm getting it Tuesday afternoon and your aren't your lenses already here? My lenses are already at my at my house, yeah oh, see yeah you're you, I think it's gonna get a lot better, I mean even though the experience is mostly the same, I think you're gonna find it way more enjoyable when it like the focus is constant the audio we, we didn't even talk about the audio the speakers are freaking crazy oh they're so
1: good I got to experience it briefly before we broke this one <laughs> and the speakers
0: are really good like l- literally if I'm if I'm at home when 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 this thing came out okay I'll preface it with this when they announced it at WWdc and I saw these little speaker pods on the side and they were like special audio I was like okay they said that about everything the iMac has spatial audio, but it sounds pretty bad. I, I was like, okay, it'll be fine. I'll just sit there on my couch and I'll airplay to my Sonos. I, I now retract that. I think this is so good that I, if I'm at home alone, I would be more than comfortable watching a movie just with these built-in speakers. They're that good. It's, it's genuinely... The audio team pulled out all the stops for these because they are phenomenal.
1: Dude, also, I'm getting used to this virtual keyboard.
0: Yeah. I'm actually typing, like, decently fast. Here's my question because I've been going, I've been switching between methods. Are you, which do you prefer, chicken pecking or tapping? Oh, I haven't even tried tapping yet. I literally have only done the pecking. Interesting. Maybe that's what I'm missing, because I I'm still I'm still a little bit iffy on the keyboard. Um, I do really like using the physical keyboard, and I'll you know what I have another one that I can give you to pair mm. because my favorite thing about it is uh, the Vision OS can actually see the keyboard here, and it it has a little window that is sort of. Floating just above the keyboard oh, with the autocorrect. With the auto-correct. Oh, that's so so cool. it, shows, it shows a text preview. So whatever you're typing, like if I have a message window over here or even a Safari window up there, if I'm typing down here, whatever is in my line shows up right above the keyboard so I can see it. Mm. And you have the three auto-suggestion things and autocorrect options. So you can, you can be sitting here and I can be like, this is a great experience and will be getting better. Like you can have that combination of like typing and tapping and it's crazy. Mm. It's really, really good.
1: Yeah, I definitely think that a physical
0: keyboard would help. <laughs> I mean, it's passable. Yeah, you can get by in a pinch. Yeah,
1: it's possible. If you're just searching for something really quick, it's definitely passable.
0: Man, this is there, there's a lot to unpack. I hope you guys found this video helpful. This podcast episode was a little bit rambling because we are just we're going through it. We I, I know I can see from the chat that there are others that are are trying Vision Pro here. Somebody said to try without the light seal actually, and that is you tried that. Yeah,
1: we did try, uh, or at least I tried. There's like there's two part. Oh, geez, the keyboard. Okay, there's <laughs> two parts. There's like the the cushion that's right here, this like gray part, and then there's a the really big part, right? And I tried it first without the cushion, and then without both pieces, and it is it actually does like obviously it's very close up in front of you and it like kind of bothers my eyes a bit but it definitely increases the fov and it feels especially if you take both pieces off and it's just the computer first of all you realize just how small this thing is Mm -hmm. it looks really big because of this like you know hollow piece but it's really small but uh but that that's part of it and then uh the the light you know that the surroundings bleed through because the whole point of this big thing is to you know keep the outside out but as long as you're not using an environment i'd argue that's actually a good thing because it feels more immersive if you're if you're doing the pass through and it goes all the way to the edge of your vision and part of it is legitimately just like you know going through the eyes it uh it it's
0: it's pretty cool so here's we we've gone significantly over time yep. i kind of expected that would happen yeah but here here's my my vision if you will. <laughs> uh-huh. For for where I would see this going in the next couple generations. I'm not sure if Apple plans on this always being a headset. I I would like to see it evolve to be glasses. But I think it would be really cool if they could get it to a point where we can remove the light seal. We can have, like, yeah, we'll keep the head strap. Like, I like the solo knit loop. Mm-hmm. It, as a design, it's, it's really, really comfortable. Like, obviously, the weight on my face, yes. But around the rest of my head, phenomenal. So, I would like to see a point where we can keep it being, like, a strapped-on device. A strap-on, if you will.
1: Uh, I'm not sure about that.
0: But let's. I'd like to see the light seal removed and the 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 weight reduced it get it thinner we can keep cameras we can keep screens but have it be sort of like a thin bezel almost around the screen and then it's just the real world and what, with better cameras you could kind of get to a point where i guess i guess you would have windows cutting off when they leave the screen so that might break the immersion a little bit but i could I could see that being very successful yeah i i definitely think like obviously look if you
1: want to be in a virtual environment then having this thing you know to to block out the light is good but i wonder if they could make it optional where it's like if you want to use you know ar like full pass-through mode then you could take it i almost wonder if you could take off this big this big uh piece and just put the cushion. I don't know if that's, I don't know if, I don't think it'll fit right, but like if you could, that would be pretty cool. So you could be like, if you want the, the, the environment, you want the isolation, you can put this thing on. But if you could use it without that and it's a little bit lighter and it's a little bit smaller, like Mm -hmm.
0: that could be kind of nice. Yeah, that's true. That's a very good point. Oh, man. We could, we could pontificate for ages. And I, I'm very curious. I think next week's podcast is going to be a really good one because. You'll have your real fully functional mm-hmm. Vision Pro and, and we'll both have had more time to like learn how to use it, see what more we can do with it. I would love to – is that your phone? Or That's mine? my phone. Where's my phone? Oh, here it is. <laughs> I would love to, to you know, get some more apps coming out, figure out more use cases. I think next week is going to be a very, very cool show as well. I think we should also try to figure out if we can do a show with our personas. That would be very funny. That, at the very least a cameo that, yeah. would, be, that would be great I'm also going to see if I can figure out how to do a stream where I can pass through video from the Vision Pro because that would be cool as well Yeah, that would be cool. lots to think about, lots to do we've been we've gone 11 minutes over time <sighs> frankly I thought it would be more but uh, I gotta get back to filming this 24 hours in Vision Pro video
1: and I gotta get this thing off of my head
0: uh, I'm jealous yeah, you're not doing that for a while, buddy. No, I got I got a lot more. I got 15 more hours, I think. Yep. Uh, okay, well, thank you guys so much for watching and listening or for visioning. Let me know if you stream this in Vision Pro, I will be seriously impressed. Yeah. Because that would actually be really fun. That would be pretty cool. Dude, I'm sorry. I'm, like, totally derailing our outro. <laughs> Imagine, like, you know when we do event streams and we're always talking about... Oh, open us open the Apple Stream in another window and yeah, keep yeah, us yeah. open in Vision Pro. You could have you could have us f- floating over there, turn our volume down, have the Apple Stream right in front of you in an environment. Mm-hmm. That would be incredible. That would be pretty cool even for us using
1: like It would be like I could use Vision Pro to watch the the event and then still have the camera like pointed at me. And if I have to check my view, I'll just turn you know I'll turn off my environment. Yeah, like
0: like, that could be kind of nice. That could be kind of nice. The only problem is we look like this.
1: Well, you
0: know, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah, we'll go with cool. Yeah, and we'll also go with thank you so much for watching this episode. It was good to have a a little spontaneous in-person dark mode. We don't get to do those super often, but a lot more often now that we're on the same coast. Yep, yep. So a big thanks to you guys for tuning in. I'm very, very curious. It seems like a a wide range of opinions on Vision Pro, so I'm very, very curious to see where this goes. It's very exciting to be here. Yeah. And I've been your host, Luke Miani. I've been your host, Noah Rubin.
1: We'll see you next week, and have a great night. Take care.